Oops, did I just pivot again? Yeah, I think so. Um, and if you're listening, it's possible that you're in the middle of a pivot too. Um, I cannot tell you uh, over the past couple weeks, talking to other women, solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, creatives, women in the wellness industry, who you know, we reached out to each other and we're like, man, I'm in the middle of another pivot. Um, I like to joke that I'm the queen of the pivot or that I, that I invented, <laughs> I invented the move. Um, but if you're listening, it's possible, uh, that you've invented the move too. And, and the reason I think, I think that about you, dear listener is because this podcast attracts, um, creative types, um, innovative thinkers. And for such a long time, I thought that pivoting was bad. Um, and I think that just shows that I'm a millennial raised by um, really great baby boomer parents, uh, you know, people who pick one or two careers and um, it goes great and they stick with it for pretty much their whole lives. And that's awesome. Um, my career and even my personal interest trajectory have those paths have not been as linear. What does this have to do with Sagittarius season? Pivoting. Okay, so here's why this topic fits into the Sagittarius season overview. First of all, I really, I'm getting this episode in under the wire because like it's Capricorn season next week. I think which is just further goes to show you how uh, consumed I have been and maybe you have been too with, with your own personal pivot, not to mention also like we just had Thanksgiving, um, maybe you're getting ready for some December holidays and just, you know, the extra constraints on your schedule um, that are coming up as well. But I think it's really interesting to talk about pivoting at the end of the year, because as the end of the year approaches, um, that Capricornian feeling of like success, accomplishment, and, you know, checking the boxes, checking things off your list, looking back to see how much you've accomplished, like, that seems to be like the societal pressure to be like, hey, girl, what did you accomplish this year? And as I mentioned at the beginning, you know, everyone I've spoken to, myself included, is like, actually, as we're rolling into the last two weeks of 2021 here, it's more like more question marks, fewer checkboxes, um, a lot of abandoned projects, um, grappling with the guilt that goes with that. And, um, you know, we were saying if we're all going through this and we're all like, really intentional about the work we put out there and the things that we invest our time and energy into, this must not be a bad thing. What if pivoting, what if we started thinking about pivoting, not that like, oh, I'm pivoting away from this thing, or this didn't work, I'm pivoting away from this, or this was a drag, like, like all the negative things that cause us to pivot. What if pivoting was positive? What if it was a pivoting towards? And um, if you've read my newsletter recently, I'm talking about like, so what the heck is it that we're pivoting towards? Your dharma, of course, your dharma is your heart's highest purpose. And so whenever you're pivoting away from something not meant for you, 
um, our work as spiritual practitioners is to trust that it's actually a pivot towards, like a pivot one step closer to um, that higher purpose that we are meant to carry out while we are here in the physical plane. Sagittarius season plays into this sensation because Sagittarius is the mutable fire sign. So think of your fire signs. We've got Aries, that's the cardinal fire sign. We've got Leo, that's the fixed fire sign. And we've got Sagittarius, that's the mutable fire sign. So of all the fire signs, right, it's that mutable, that changeable quality of Sagittarius is that you're going to get caught up in whatever that pivot is. And then that it's going to spread like wildfire. It's going to gallop away with you. Traditionally, Sagittarius rules the ninth house of your chart. So if you have, um, if you're in my membership, you can download your 12 houses handout and you'll see that Sagittarius governs um, traditionally um, education, academia, learning, travel, journeys, uh, travel literally like in the airplane, in the bus, or you're going on a hike. Um, but it's also like that journey internally, uh, that soul searching, the, um, the spiritual supplicants path. So also in the ninth house, you find uh, practices like astrology, um, all of your like energy healing work, um, religion, spiritual schools of thought. So that's all ninth house stuff. Um, in my experience, all those topics have been like, you know, the rabbit hole, that that mutable nature of Sagittarius, like you get a taste. And then it's that thing, speaking from personal experience, like I have booked one way plane tickets. If you know me personally, like you've heard these stories, I've bought one way plane tickets to like, figure out where words come from, like words, like to describe, uh, you know, the history behind the most nuanced or esoteric topics that you know have caught my attention and then and then run away with me but what does this have to do with for you like okay so sagittarius like traditionally is associated with the ninth house but if you were to pull up your own astrological natal chart um your sagittarius might rule a different part of the chart. So the way I recommend you think about that is like of everything that we just expressed, uh, that sort of like that, that wildfire behind uh, your interest in those nuanced, um, lesser known topics, um, whatever house your Sagittarius is ruling on your natal placement, think of applying that sensation to those topics. So let me see if I can give you a good example. Um, let's pretend you had Sagittarius on your chart governing your 10th house, which is associated with your career, your leadership and your parenting style. So one way to think about that there would that you would be approaching those areas of your life with, with like that, um, that, scattery, not scattery, that's not the right word, that, um, that mutable fire um, that, that really is the hallmark of Sagittarian pursuits. So you might pursue 
your leadership roles, like taking your studies of, you know, how to be a good boss, one, two, three, like taking every seminar and reading every article. It's just like, really, it's about the things that you chase uh, to the extremes, uh, to the to the ends of the earth, whether that's the physical earth or to the extremes of your your inner realm. I'd love to hear from you. Um, you can either reply to my newsletter. You can easily subscribe to my newsletter um, through the, the um, amusing pop-up there uh, when you visit marissalavalette.com. You can drop me your reaction um, on a tune and a line Instagram or on my personal Marissa Lavalette Instagram. I want to hear from you. Like, does hearing about you know, the energetics of Sagittarius season, does that, you know, help you feel, you know, better? Or does that allay your anxiety of like, wow, like I wanted to have all my ducks in a row with two weeks left in the year. Um, how do you feel now? Like knowing the energetic backdrop against which your, your experience is, is being set and contextualized right now. I'd love to hear from you. What is your natal Sagittarius placement? Which house does it govern? I'd love to hear from you if you have any um, really like significant planets in Sagittarius. Um, oh, I'd also love to hear, are you one of the rare, the rare folks with, um, do you have a Mercury in Sagittarius placement? I'd love to know, because if that's the case, then we can spin stories all day together. Um, all right, take care, sit tight. And uh, what was Capricorn season coming up? I bet you my Capricorn podcast episode will be more on time because that's that's the nature of Capricorn. Okay, go have fun uh, fueling, fueling your fire to the ends of the earth. And if you're gonna pivot, have fun, do it again. <laughs>